What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, Finding Power Through Meditation. So my journey through meditation and understanding meditation is something that is a pretty comical journey. And so here's what I want you to do is just keep an open mind. If this is something that you think has a place in your world or it's something that you don't, just listen the next 10 or 15 minutes to the podcast. And and when it's all over, just make a decision at that point. Hey, is this something that I'm willing to try or that I'm not going to try? So for me, the very first time that anybody ever introduced meditation to me, it was something that was actually a part of P90X. And most of you guys have seen Tony and and his like the X he makes with his arms in front of this like at home workout that was sure to get you shredded. And then they called it meditation X or yoga X. And so you would do yoga, this what was essentially power yoga. And then at the end of it, he would have you do ohms and sun salutations. And and part of this yoga and movement was, was to introduce the concept of mindfulness. And so I would actually, at different points in working out, you know, we, we had a home gym back at that time. And this would have been in like the early to mid two thousands and our home gym was actually up over the garage. And so I thought, man, I I read online today. I was reading about, um, P90X and I read how Tony was really an advocate of meditation. And so I started looking at meditation and, and I read about oming meditation. It was, it's, it's that the meditation where someone is like, Oh, Oh, and you're supposed to do that with so much vigor and so deep inside of your voice that the sound actually resonates in your spinal cord and it's just supposed to calm your body and put you at peace. And And this is what I thought meditation was. I thought meditation was this thing that maybe was even like potentially against my faith and like I had all these weird thoughts and this there were weird connotations with meditation and the kind of people that meditated and just this ongoing and and very just very comical conversation in my head to the point that I would actually meditate in places of my home intentionally thinking that um, my family couldn't hear me or that they were busy or maybe they were outside or whatever and I, I thought well I like how I feel when I'm done with it but I don't exactly understand it and so I would just it was very weird. And I would, I actually remember one time I come downstairs from working out and then I did some Omi meditations and my daughters, they, they sat Indian style and they were waiting for me. I rounded the corner and both of them in much cuter voices than I was doing it started oming to definitely clown on me and make fun of me. And, and so on and off, I, I've tried different types of meditation and, and it wasn't until 2016 that I was reintroduced to meditation just with a different connotation. I I got plugged into a mastermind and I was working with lots of businessmen and a lot of them were talking about meditation as part of their power ritual. And ultimately a power ritual is when you get up in the morning, what are the things that you do every single day that give you power? 
What are the things that you do repeated again and again and again that make you better, that create space, that that sharpen you so that when you go out to create big companies or when you go out to crush your career, you have an edge over your competition. Because ultimately, most people who are successful business people recognize that somebody gets up every single day trying to beat them in the world of business. Someone is marketing and angling to get the attention of the same customers. Someone is sending their sales reps into your accounts that you feel are rock solid, trying to win those relationships from you, to gain those accounts, to grab those dollars, to to build a greater level of trust than you build or instill. And so we recognize that we have to give ourselves every single edge that we possibly can. And these guys started talking about meditation. And so what I want to do is just share with you what my experience has been with meditation. And then I also want to share with you a couple different ways of thinking about meditation. And then I'm going to just throw out some ideas of ways that you can step into this and see if it actually does something for you. Because you'll hear a lot of people that give it lip service. It's kind of like prayer, right? Oh yeah, I pray. But do they actually go through the process of prayer? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But what I've found, and for those out there who feel like this might, you know, step on the toes of their faith and belief system. Here's what I would say for absolutely anybody, regardless of whatever you think or what you believe, there's a constant dialogue happening in our minds for Christians. They believe that that's the Holy spirit inside of them. They feel like that's a download from God speaking to them directly about their lives and what they should do, what they shouldn't do the path they should take. And prayer is typically a pretty one-sided conversation. It goes something like this. Dear God, thank you for the your the blessing you put out on my life. I'm sorry for the mistakes that I made. Please bless so-and-so. By the way, little Susie's got the plague. And if you could uh, help her with that, that would be really great. And Lord, so-and-so has this. And don't forget that. And by the way, oh, thanks for this thing. And um, yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. And that's, that's what a prayer sounds like for most people. But there's not an opportunity in there for most people where they just be quiet, where they listen. And so now let's take for somebody else who doesn't have that same belief system, you're thinking all the time. And when you're not thinking inside of your own mind, when you're not Talk, you know, maybe you talk to yourself, maybe you share with others, maybe you have an internal dialogue that you just think is the opposite sides of your brain arguing over, you know, cartoonishness, right? You've got a little character on one shoulder and a character on the other shoulder talking to you about what you should or shouldn't do. How often do you just shut all of it down? How often do you listen for that voice inside of you to speak to you directly? How often do you, how often do you just exist? And so really I could isolate a lot of people in this conversation by saying that, look, hundred percent, this is my belief system. And it is, I believe that that voice inside of you is God talking into your life. It's my belief system. And if you don't like that, there's a lot of other podcasts out there. So if Prayer is you talking to God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in. The meditation would be shutting off the radio and turning on the antenna. Meditation is listening 
or just quieting to create space internally. And this is what I found through the process of meditation nearly every day in some fashion or another over the past three years. And that is that inside of your ability to create peace inside of your mind. So here's, here's ultimately what meditation is for me. It doesn't go over 10 minutes. It's typically a situation wherever I, um, I sit somewhere quiet. I go through a pretty basic process that takes about 30, 60, 90 seconds, depending on the day, where I, where I oxygenate my body. In other words, big, deep breath in through my nose, out through my mouth. It's very controlled and it's typically counted. Some people call this box breathing. So it's an inhale on a four count or a five count. It's a hold on that same four or five count. It's an exhale on a four or five count. And then with all of the wind exhaled out of your lungs, another hold for a four or five count. Another deep breath in, hold, exhale, hold. Deep breath in. Somewhere through the course of the second or third breath, you slowly close your eyes and you begin just to feel. Can you feel the top of your head? Amazingly, when you focus on your ability to feel the top of your head, you can do it. Can you feel the tops of your shoulders? Can you feel your ears? Can you feel your nose? Can you feel your chin? Can you feel your clothes touching your body? Can you feel your body pressing into a chair? Do you feel the weight of your upper torso as it's pushing down on you? Do you feel the chair against the back of your legs? And now do you feel your pants wrapping around your legs? Do you feel your socks inside of your shoes pressing against the floor? And what this causes you to do is become aware. Next, you listen to the space that you're in. You recognize that there are noises that they don't define you or sway you. They just are. There's sounds that you're hearing. And somewhere through this process, your ability to create nothingness inside of your head becomes the hunt. Once you do that process enough times, and I'm going to give you some, some suggestions on how to step into this if you're interested in it. If you're not, you think it's kooky, cool, I get it, but I promise you're missing out on something. Inside of that ability to create that peace, create that emptiness, we call it space, creating space inside of your mind, you find the ability to calm the storm. You find the ability to tap into that piece and pull it into your world as needed. Sometimes when you genuinely, in a different lifetime maybe, would lose your cool, where you would burn people's faces off, where you would say things and then regret it for days afterwards, or maybe even destroy relationships completely. You find that when other people are completely losing their shit all around you and you don't know what's going to be said or what's not going to be said, you still have an ability to handle just about anything. Creating the space in a time when you're not in chaos, it's, it's no different than any other muscle that you would flex, gives you the ability to create the space when you need it, which is in chaos. And the other thing that it does is it makes you acutely aware of the voices that you hear inside of your head. You've heard me talk about this voice inside of you that wants you to live your best life, that wants to see you fulfilled and wants you to make choices that support that, that are sometimes scary, that are sometimes hard. And it's, it's this, it's a voice that definitely has 
a whisper towards a better life for you. And then there's this other voice, this voice of fear, this voice of, you know, it starts a lot of sentences with, yeah, but this voice that causes you to believe false principles about money and about relationships. And it causes you to doubt things that would potentially change and alter and make your life better. And, and all of these things that are happening inside of you just get a little bit more clear with the, with the calming of your mind. And we live in a time where there's so much sensory debt, like overload everywhere you go, everywhere you look, somebody is trying to get your attention because of notifications. If you'll just in the morning, when you pick up your phone for the very first time, how many things are popped up waiting for you to grab your attention when you roll out of bed? I put my phone on do not disturb because whenever I first look at my phone, I don't want to see 15 notifications. I don't want to, I I don't want updates. I want, I want information to serve me not to be served by information. I don't want to have my emotions grabbed onto that early. I want to control that. And this all starts with your acknowledging that what you, the way you control your own mind, your own body, your own response system gives you a competitive edge. I watch, I watch the littlest things trigger people. I watch them flip out. I watch them get upset, get angry over, over silly little things. And I think in my mind, man, if you just, if you would just meditate a little bit, you would be able to handle this so much better. And I had no idea. I had no idea how much peace you could conjure up nearly at will when you practice the art of just creating peace inside of you. It just gives you a little shift of perspective. And so there are lots of ways to create space. And I just want to talk about a couple of them. So whenever I first got into this journey, there was an app that I downloaded and it's called literally called Headspace. This app is a guided meditation and I don't know the guy's story. I I recognize that he either was a monk or is a monk. I'm not 100% sure and I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be quoted in that. I can just tell you that it was a really great tool. You can set it for one minute, three minutes, five minutes or 10 minutes. And I suggest you start with one or three. Just get a feel for it. And there's a like a 10-day walk and, and you don't have to do it all at once, but 10 days, 10 minutes a day, and it kind of builds from one to the next and it kind of introduces the concepts to you very early and it's very elementary, but that's called Headspace. It's a good app. On YouTube, Tony Robbins does a really great, if you type in Tony Robbins, 10-minute guided meditation, Tony does a really great job of tapping into your emotions and you find yourself ending those with just an immense amount of gratitude. If you've been having a really crappy time lately, if you've been really emotionally just kind of down and spent, I suggest that you jump on YouTube and you download Tony Robbins 10 minute guided meditation. I like it very, very much. Tony actually has this big like two hour daily morning ritual routine that he goes through and he teaches that in a lot of his different 
things that that he puts on but um this is part of that daily ritual for tony robbins and what one of the things that he pushes onto his high um high ticket uh coaching clients and when i was out in in california one of these masterminds and 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 talking with the guys they they did something that they called the shift move which i found to be extremely powerful and a great interrupt so it's all about creating space right and sometimes in the middle of our day we get frustrated we get bogged down we get overloaded and you just need something to interrupt the pattern you need a shift move. It's basically you saying, I don't like the way things are going and I need to change them and it's on me to change it and make it better. So this is this is what you do. And um, depending on your work environment, this could be hard to do, but for some of you, you actually absolutely have the space to do it. And so I'll share it with you. And it's essentially this, three deep breaths. This This literally takes less than 60 seconds. It's three to five deep breaths in through the nose, excessive forced, you know, in through the nose and out through the mouth three to five times. Then you literally scream at the top of your lungs as loud as you can. So for a lot of you, that means you're going to go out to your car for this, right? And then finally, some kind of something that causes your heart rate to increase. So that could be three burpees in a parking lot. It could be knockout 10 pushups next to your car in the parking lot. It could be some air squats. It could be a couple jumping jacks. It could be just a quick jog back inside from your car to the door. It doesn't have to be crazy and it doesn't have to be wild. But I promise you, like the first time they said, okay, we're going to do a shift move and here's what it is and, and deep breaths in and I'll scream as loud as you can. And they went nuts. I was like, in fact, they reprimand us because our screams were all like muffled they they're like no like look if you really want to get the effect of this you need to let it out you want to burn somebody's face off but you can't so get it out and and so we of course did it again four or five six deep breaths in scream as loud as we could and then three three to five burpees based on physical ability just to get your heart rate going a little bit and literally it's better than a shot of espresso if you don't have the ability to scream, just do just do two parts of it. Oxygenate your blood and get your heart rate up. Literally all it takes. You just created space. You just shifted. You just altered your the elemental state of your person. Like you, you, you created a, a higher heart rate. You put oxygen in your blood, which means you've got more oxygen to your brain, which means you're going to be more alert. You're going to think quicker and more clearly. You're going to be able to assess the situation a little bit better than you just were. It's a super easy way to step into the waters of meditation. And then finally, there are a million other apps that you can look at. But ultimately, we have two goals when we meditate, right? One is to create space, which is mostly what I've talked about here on this podcast. And the second is just to listen. Mindfully meditate with something in your mind, a problem, an issue. One of the greatest moments I ever had in this conversation I'm going to share, and it's not something I ever spend a lot of time talking about, but I had a business partner in one of the companies that I was in, and we were just, we, we just did not see eye to eye. And both of us knew that one of us needed to do something, but frankly, it, it was a scary situation. You know, oftentimes whenever 
whenever partnerships um, separate, the companies quickly fall apart. It, it creates big rifts. If it doesn't successfully separate, if you can't exit a partner, whether they want to leave or not, then that's an entire nether conversation. And we were just there. It was time. Every single person around us knew that we didn't get along and we knew we didn't get along and we didn't want to be partners anymore. But I could tell that I was at a point where he wasn't going to take a step and that if I wanted something done, I was going to have to figure it out. And so I was actually in the Bahamas when I was having this internal struggle and I wanted it to work and I wanted to be able to say this guy, look, we've been friends for so long. Like it doesn't have to be like this, but it did. And so in, I was sitting in a sauna and I had just read, and I don't even remember the book, but I just read one sentence inside of the book. And the book said this, it said, your mind, your body, your spirit, all of those combined are the strongest, most powerful supercomputer ever designed specifically around your life. From your very first time your eyes opened until the point you're standing in today, the answer that you're looking for is more than likely inside of you. And if you'll ask, the answer might not come to you, to you right then, but it'll begin to happen. You'll unintentionally pull the right people. You'll make the right decisions. It feels like the universe shifts, but in a lot of ways you shift. It feels like God's answering all of these prayers that you're having and that you're giving, but, but, and maybe that's true. And I sh maybe I shouldn't even say, but, but I'll just say this. I'll say, regardless of your faith system, this works like again and again and again, I've seen and heard people talking about the power of this. And so I don't understand all the rules that we can see and that we can't see. I can just tell you that in that sauna in the Bahamas after a workout. So definitely was ox oxygenated, was definitely frustrated, was sad, was upset, was angry. I mean, really pissed off. And I couldn't figure out the solution. I had no idea how to fix this tangled web, this mess. And I remember that for some reason that, that, that little paragraph that I read said, Hey, your brain's the smartest supercomputer and it's designed around the very first time your eyes open to the situation you're in right now. Why don't you just ask? And so I closed my eyes and I thought, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And within 90 days, the partnership was completely dissolved in a favorable outcome. Exactly how in that sauna, I envisioned it happening. Every single person that I reached out, I reached, I reached out to our lenders. I reached out to our manufacturers. I reached out to our transportation companies. I reached out to every single key relationship that I had inside of the business. And every single one of them said this, if this comes to fruition, we will support you. We can't make any promises if in reference in referencing whether if I bought my partner out that there would be some support there. And, and things just shifted and everything worked out exactly how it needed to. Exactly how it was divinely appointed to. And I had that answer. There was no way I could have intellectually sat down and said, okay, boys, here's what we're going to do. I couldn't have sat with my six smartest people and said, here's the thing that you need to understand about this situation. And here's how it's going to happen. I just listened. I meditated on it. 
I asked a question and mindfully listened for the answer. And I didn't get all the answer in that one setting, but I left that sauna and I went to my wife and I said, we've got to buy him out. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to have to position it so that he feels like he has an option, but this is how this is going to go. And it went exactly how I imagined it. There were a couple twists and turns. I lost some people I didn't think I was going to lose that left when he left. And, and there were, you know, um, the emotions on their side of camp were much higher than I had anticipated they would be. I understand, you know, um, nearly half a decade later that they're still extremely upset with me. They didn't want to leave. They didn't want the change to happen, but it had to. And I knew that sitting there. And I had to ask the question that I had to listen for the answer. And I did. And this is the thing. This is what meditation does for you. Meditation creates space. It creates peace. And it will give you answers to some of the hardest questions that you have. If you'll listen. Savvy? As always, I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. And if this is your first time of listening to the show, hey, just subscribe, follow, like, share, go go through the moves. It helps us just get the word out and get this message out that, you know, ultimately our goal is to grab on the people as they are going through life as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, or hopefully getting in, in front of the eyes and ears of, of young people who someday want to own their own hustle, do their own thing. So just... In anything you can do that way is super helpful to us here. And then finally, just a couple other things. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at MJ Munsterman. And Facebook is, is uh, like if you search Michael Munsterman, it pops right up. We're on YouTube as well. And then the final thing is if you're interested in a more in-depth like mentorship where you can work or at least feel like you're working directly with me, getting the hacks and the secrets and the things that I believe every single entrepreneur, whether you currently have a business, whether you have multiple businesses, whether you're doing 100,000 a year or 10 million a year, things and principles that, I, that I've that i used to make hundreds and millions of dollars in total sales across multiple companies, then check out M4Nation, that's M, the number four nation, dot Michael Munsterman, Dot com. Check it out and, and there's an opportunity there to get um, in on our coursework. It's it's 35 plus videos of, of content specifically for this conversation. It's over 20 hours of information. Then we've got a 150 page workbook there that like is a real introspective look into yourself to help give you a good compassing and anchor at where you are and show you how to how to navigate the course to where you want to go, what you want to accomplish and who you want to be. Thanks so much again for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.